0: Hello, listener. My name is Camden Jones, and I would like to welcome you to Immovable Pod. It is a D&D podcast hosted by me, uh, and we've got Riley Jones, my brother, and Eric Trapp, my friend, as the players. At the time of recording this episode, we did not have the official name or theme song or art for the show. Normally, we'd put the credits at the end, but for this episode, it just felt right to put it at the beginning. So... Uh, I want to thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoy it. And without further ado, our theme song is by Lovebird. Um, you can find more of his stuff, including the song that our theme is derived from, which is called Song of Four Seasons Lovebird Remix, at soundcloud.com slash lovebirdbeats. That's soundcloud.com slash l-u-v-b-i-r-d-b-e-a-t-s. Uh, he's got some really really cool music, and I'm very happy that he supplied us with this theme because I am in love with it. Normally I would credit the artist of our album art, um, but as of uploading this, we are still trying to finalize that. In the meantime, um, I made some placeholder art by throwing a few filters and some text onto a photo called Clouds by Alan Light under an Attribution 2.0 generic Creative Commons license. Honestly, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say that here or if I can just throw it in the description. But you know what? Let's play it safe. Uh, I'll put a link to the original photo in the description of this episode. And yeah, if you know any artists or if you are an artist yourself and you might be interested in supplying us with some art, uh, let me know and we can get that set up. But yeah, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Um, We've been looking forward to doing this for a long time. So yeah. Enjoy a movable pod. Dungeon master, what if we named it "I'm Camden, your dungeon master"? That's a terrible idea. You okay. ruined it, Riley. I'm you're Riley. supposed to you're supposed to say your name. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's new to podcasts. He hasn't had as much experience as you know mm. us. <laughs> I'm not part of the prestige community <laughs> yet
1: it takes a while to become a true quality content creator it really does mm. yeah all right should we take that one from the top or should we yeah, just leave it switch, switch, switch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right hello everyone welcome to uh, a yet to be named D podcast that i and my friends are doing <laughs> my name is camden i'm your dungeon master
1: I am one of the players, um, Eric. And I, I we're gonna do like little character intros before we start, right?
0: Yeah. Okay, then that's it. I'm just Eric. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm Riley. I am Camden's brother. Uh I am I am a I am player player two. <laughs> player two. Checking Press in. select. Oh,
1: I have an I have a name idea. We are no longer yet-to-be-named D&D podcast. Our name is My Brother, My Brother, and Eric. Oh, that's an
0: excellent <laughs> idea. Why don't we just cop that one? Oh, yeah, that let's, be-
1: it's. I'd say I, th- I think it's pretty unique. It's a funky, <laughs> fresh name. It
0: is. Um, and we can be yeah, a no and d podcast for the modern era. How about that? <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, there aren't many of those, huh? No. No. They haven't done those yet. No, they haven't. This is actually the first. (laughs) Welcome to the revolutionary first D&D. Why don't we call it that? The first D&D podcast. (laughs) 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 Yep. Anyway. That's the one. Um, Yeah, so we're going to start off today with our our first session. We were supposed to have a third boy with us, but uh, it didn't work out, so we're going to we're gonna try with just uh, Eric and Riley, and um, we'll go from there. Um, so yeah, why don't you guys just real quick just introduce uh, both your characters? Just kind of tell me, you know, their their name, their class, their race, and their background. All right, um, Riley, you wanna you wanna start, or do you want me to go? Um, uh, I mean you can go. I gotta pull up some frog pictures to just really get me. <laughs> Get, get, me in the, get you in the, the, the mood, play. yeah. Um,
1: all right, yeah. So my name, uh, my character's name, or should it, is it just my name now? Um, you're, this is some this is some method acting shit.
0: Yeah, you're in it. We,
1: now. we are Lance. <laughs> um, I I don't have a I don't have a last name for my character yet. And like the idea we had before, we were gonna be animals, and my name was Lance Van Hoot, which I thought was amazing. But I'm not an owl anymore. So I just kept Lance and I don't have a last name. So do you guys have any suggestions?
0: I got a I got a little thing for you. All right, You're, de- you're a detective, right? Uh yes, maybe Earth. you're looking for your last name. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't found any I haven't found any leads yet. All right, you just keep looking, Lance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my god.
0: Lance, you know what? Fuck it. Just for now, I'm just gonna be Lance. Yeah, it's fine. I like that. We can just let it come naturally right. to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, my name is
1: Lance. I'm a half-elf uh, druid. Um, give a little background, you said? Just give a little backstory? Yeah. Alright, so I formerly was a... Um, a member, I guess, like an agent or an operative of a, I guess, FBI, CIA type of organization um, called the Royal Office of Inquiry. Um, They're just kind of these people that just go out and they're just cracking down on bad, uh, bad people and just they're like pretty much Batman level like detectives, but not vigilante style beating the shit out of people Um, and I was like one of the top tier like elite agents and then something happened and I kind of had a change of heart and just change of ways in my life and I ended up quitting and kind of am a recluse now and I'm just a wanderer going around you know from place to place just trying to help people out on a smaller scale than being tied down by like a big um, you know structured organization and yeah. I'm a pretty chill dude. I'm, I, I, I take my job very seriously and I'm very good at it, but I'm like a very relaxed um, relaxed guy. And people didn't really jive with me um, back at work because just kind of like the nature of what we did, everyone was really, really serious. Um, and I was not. So I think there was a little bit of like a, a little bit of a divide there and maybe a little bit of like a resentment between me and my coworkers, just because we weren't the same kind of people. Um, and that's that's it for
0: now yeah so did you did you quit because you kind of realized the kind of sinister things that were going on um
1: yeah yeah i quit because there was a uh, there was i don't want to divulge too much i think that'll kind of come out later on okay. as well just you know between talks talks between me and uh, riley's character um but, yeah, there was there was a case that I was kind of iffy about from the start. And when it kind of came to a close, I realized—it's um, I, I, not that I realized. I always knew, but I had to kind of witness firsthand the, kind of the, the things they were doing. Um, and it just kind of had a ripple effect on some other aspects of my life that I wasn't expecting. Like my, I wasn't expecting from my job and my personal life to kind of mix like that. Mm-hmm. But this certain case and what they did did have— uh, did end up connecting in that way and I just thought that I didn't want to be a part of it anymore okay
0: all right Riley why don't you give us your boy okay my boy <coughs> is not a boy entirely because <laughs> he's also also um a what's a I guess a uh uh what shit <laughs> <laughs> what, what are they called the baby frogs God tadpoles damn, tadpole riley are you a tadpole no <laughs> Oh was, no I that suppose. would have been so cool i was at some point what if what if he was just a robot body with like a fishbowl on his head oh, and he was a tadpole no. in there don't give me that idea <laughs> that's some hellboy shit that's too wonderful oh oh well, dude no, you would I'm be just, like
1: a tadpole krang from ninja turtles <laughs> just be living in the belt of a big just power lifter oh
0: god (laughs) well no i'm i'm just a i'm just a frog man my name's franklin barnaby jaspers so (laughs) um wait hold on i really want to dwell on the idea of there just being a very extremely buff like just this i'm imagining extremely buff like swedish man with he's only wearing like one of those little body but bodybuilder like like singlet no no well yeah actually banana hammock <laughs> yes a, a banana hammock i suppose oh, and God. and he's he doesn't talk he doesn't say anything he's just holding this fi- he's literally just holding a fishbowl with a talking <laughs> tadpole in it and he just kind of like he's constantly just posing as he walks around and just like Kind of moving the the fishbowl from shoulder to shoulder and like <laughs> holding in front of him, just posing, and that, that's all he does. And, and then he fights in fights.
1: Oh goodness!
0: Anyway, okay. <laughs> all right. So my name is Franklin Barnaby Jaspers. Um, I'm a, I'm a level one fighter, and I'm a frogman, uh, like a sort of chimera situation. So, um my father was a was a wizard um and I don't, I don't like to talk about it very much but um he made me in his lab and he wanted me to become a wizard like him uh but i didn't like that i always liked uh theater and wanted to be a thespian um so one night uh after Uh, you know, skipping school because I I always cut class because I was a cool guy I um, snuck off to to see the players perform and uh, I decided I wanted to to leave town skip town uh, abandon my father and my my fate of being a wizard and join the players now the problem with being a frogman in the theater community is (laughs) Uh, you can't play anything. Nobody would let me play Hamlet, which I was very upset about because I, I, trust me, I have acting chops. So um, they kind of, they said I could play monsters and I was like, no, I don't want to play monsters because I'm a thespian, you know? I am an act, I am a, I'm classically trained, sir. <laughs> so I, I said, I'll just guard your caravan because I was also... Uh, quite dexterous and very limber as frogs are <laughs> um, very rubbery i imagine and you I figured, doing some squats <laughs> yeah it's really good um, um so to clarify so, you were just like you're basically just a man-sized walking frog essentially yeah okay i'm very kind of kind of skinny and gangly yeah but i'm i'm pretty uh i i i think just like imagine, a sort of like hunched over, uh, kind of awkward looking. Because like my the my, the problem is with me with Franklin is that he um, he he has to kind of struggle with his frog instincts versus his human instincts, you know, that sort of thing. So like, you know, sometimes he wants to like. You know, fight someone like a person, but then there's a fly nearby, and he's like, "Well, I got to eat that." So, yeah, we'll just let it play out as the as the game goes on. But that's all I'm gonna say for now. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, wait. So to clarify again, a different thing. Um, were you like a human boy? Like the, your wizard's actual son, and then you were turned into a frog person, or did he create you from scratch? Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever had a taste of being a boy. I think <laughs> I think, um, he kind of like, you know, sort of, he like combined the genes and the egg and then okay. put it in a thing and grew me in a big old glass. That's whatever. impressive. That's science right there. Yeah, he scienced me in, into, into this world. Now, like,
1: I guess you don't have to say too much because maybe, I don't know, maybe this will be like a big thing later on, but like, are you comfortable with your identity as part frog, part boy? Or like, do you, is it kind of like a, like a Pinocchio situation where you don't want to be this way or? Uh,
0: we'll, we'll just let that play out. Okay. Not at all. (laughs) Just, he's, you know, you'll see. Okay. You'll see. Alright, so all um, We're gonna cut into I have like little intros Basically for each of you um, So uh, Just Kind of a, a warning I guess um, I tried to take Like a different approach With each of them um, So Eric, yours is gonna be A little more open-ended And Riley, yours is gonna be pretty railroady. y um, mm-hmm. But that's just the best way I could think of to kind of introduce the story. So, um, right. but once once those are done, it'll it'll open up. Um, and since I also had a third intro prepared um, for the other person that was going to play with us, I'll try to kind of combine uh, his and yours there. Um, okay. So here we go. This is exciting. This is the first time I've ever DM'd, so hopefully it goes well. I believe uh, I, in you. I have yeah, ten pages well. of notes, just so you know. Oh so. <laughs> shit! <laughs> it took me like four hours last night. It's more than I've ever done. So, all right, so, uh, Eric, uh, you're traveling along uh, a road in the forest. It's it's like a, a dewy morning on a crisp fall day. Um, the The partly cloudy skies don't hide the golden sun. That speckles the dirt road with its rays mm. as they peek through the the red orange canopy. Um, so uh, you're you're on an investigation. Um, why or like what what are you investigating? Um.
1: Goodness. Okay. Let's see. I am. There has been like a, a series of uh, a series of like break-ins in the, like this little village community, um, but it's just breaking and entering. Nothing's been really stolen or vandalized. People, it's just a, a group of people or one single person has just been breaking into people's houses and leaving, um, and they're just wanting to know what's up because they want to feel safe in their community, which has felt safe, you know, up until this point. So I guess I am walking from. An inn, or my caravan, or wherever I'm sleeping for the night, back into like the village.
0: Okay, so you're walking. You don't have like a horse or anything.
1: Oh no, I'm I'm just I'm walking. it oh,
0: good. Okay, you got a backpack. Oh yeah. What kind of clothes are you wearing? Um,
1: I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know like fantasy fantasy clothes. <laughs> like. <laughs> I was kind of I was kind of thinking just like a like a long pair of just kind of like loose fitting trousers with maybe like a like some some leather boots. Um, I'm just gonna equate them to like just modern day stuff. So I'm thinking I was like like a pair of just like you know just like really casual but like durable like leather boots maybe like some desert boots or something. And just a pair of, like loose fitting trousers and then um, a shirt like one of those. One of those like Orlando Bloom pipes of the Caribbean shirts that yes, kind of like yeah. open like there's like the slight little V with like the tassels and it's open in the chest and it's just like mm-hmm. you know kind of poofy sleeves, and yeah. that's like okay. tucked in then maybe like a uh, like a like a pea coat or a trench coat or something with my backpack. How's,
0: how's the chest hair?
1: Ooh. Um, actually, I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty clean. I keep it I keep it uh keep it nice and <laughs> nice and trimmed. That's, that's respectable. Yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not a big I'm not a big burly fella. Um. I definitely was intimidating at my job because of my skill and my knowledge and not my
0: <laughs> figure and physique. Gotcha. Just so you know, I'm definitely picturing you as like a Full Metal Alchemist character. Like, what was that one, the one dude in the army that they were friends with? Uh, what a good show. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, as you're walking, you you come upon the the small village um, that you were investigating—it um, is called uh, Greenville. That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you 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 come upon the village of Greenville. You're familiar with it at this point because um, you've been kind of poking around here for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sort of like an open layout with. Uh, like porches in front of most of the, the wooden houses um, and you're kind of looking around and you see uh, the sign above the door of a two story building that says Baralt's Inn and Ales. Um, this is the inn um, that's had like several break-ins including uh, one last night um, they broke into the cellar um, so uh, you kind of walk into the store, and um, the owner is a woman named uh, Gertrude. She kind of leads you down to the cellar again, um, or like out to the cellar door, and is asking you to go investigate.
1: Okay. Um, well... Gertrude, it doesn't really look like just everything else. um every other time this has happened. it doesn't look like anything has been going on. um so if you can maybe just give me some time, I'll try to work my magic in here and just see you know if I can spot anything. I just don't want you tampering with any sort of evidence or maybe you know just obstructing in any way. I'm not saying you would, but just want to make sure that you're in the clear as well. Um, that would be great
0: okay um my my son. Billy said that he found something strange down in the basement, but I didn't want to touch it until you got here. So, uh, no,
1: that's a that's a good choice. I would say that's a that's a pretty it's a pretty smart move because we don't want your fingerprints or anything on this stuff. So, good job to little Billy. Give him a biscuit for me and a little pat on the head.
0: She Billy is standing behind her. Um, and oh. <laughs> he he walks up to you And he puts his hand out waiting for a biscuit
1: I don't have any biscuits That's why I told your mother to give you a biscuit So I'm gonna go do my job now <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: Okay so you You kind of open the cellar door It's one of those um, Where it's kind of like slanted on the side of the house You know um, You open it up It's very dark in there um, So you take the lantern you have out of your pack And um, one of the matches from your pocket uh and you strike it and light the lantern and enter um what do you find down there um
1: i'm assuming it's just like maybe like a bunch of like maybe broken furniture you know beds or chairs that were once in the rooms that maybe are just waiting on repair um some big barrels um of you know wines and you know ale and stuff like that that they keep just to bring back up to the like i guess like you know pub or dining area um just real dusty real mm-hmm. dusty real dank uh
0: you probably see webs, like a,
1: cobwebs everywhere
0: yeah you probably see like a rat kind of scurry away at some point oh, I'll,
1: prob- I'll probably see several rats <laughs> just um, um
0: and what's the what's the strange thing you find down there
1: the strange thing that I find down there is actually just a rat's tail. Um, it's been completely like, I guess, dismembered from like the actual body of the rat. And none of the rats that I saw were tailless, so it's just a single rat's tail, just kind of sitting at maybe the uh, at the base of the stairs leading from the cellar door down to like the actual uh, ground level.
0: Okay. So, what is kind of your first step when you are investigating this tail?
1: Um, my first step normally is to uh, use Detect Magic, just to see, um, especially with these break-ins, since there hasn't been any like visible, you know, like nothing stolen or nothing vandalized or kind of tampered with. Um, I'm thinking maybe it's not a tangible thing, it's not something we can see, so I normally use Detect Magic uh, right off the bat.
0: Okay. Um, you don't see much. You do see... Um the end of the rat's tail like the the severed end um there's like some slight magic residue on there and it looks like it like it wasn't cut off with like a knife or anything it's like a completely clean kind of cut like right at the edge like there's there's basically no like it's completely smooth
1: okay that's interesting
0: um you look around the room again uh, and you're kind of just trying to find something. Um, you just notice more old papers and uh, mm. like a, a ledger of items that might be in the, uh, in the inn. Um, and you're walking like towards the back of the cellar, uh, and then you see like uh, you actually find another rat that has its tail severed um and laying next to the rat is a note Ooh. Uh, okay you pick up the note is
1: this the first note that we found in this like series of break-ins or is there always a note being left behind
0: uh i think there's always a note um so you you pick up the note and it says better luck next time lance
1: Has the um, has the culprit, I guess, addressed me by name before in these notes? No, this is the first time. Ooh, tasty.
0: I think you you kind of gather that this was probably just a break in, kind of like a a red herring, just to get you um kind of get your mind on this while maybe something else is happening. So you you immediately stand up and start walking back towards um, the the cellar door. Uh, but as you are walking, um, you hear all of a sudden there's, like, a rush of wind, and you hear an extremely loud, like, low growl, um, and your lantern goes out. It's like it rumbles the entire cellar and it's it's like very loud like the sound of a, a jet engine starting up but a growl <laughs> um so your lantern's out and it is completely pitch black in there what do you do the growl sounds like it's coming from behind you
1: okay um i turn around to face the growl and start slowly like backing backing my way like up towards the stairs to go to like find my way out of the cellar feeling around and such okay
0: um you don't feel anything like there's no no barrels no no stairs no nothing it's just the ground just kind of continues okay um Um, so you do you do still have the matches in your pocket by the way
1: okay yeah, I'm starting to get a little freaked out now. Um, I'm not one to be, like, unnerved really easily. So I'm fumbling around. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Grab the matches. I'll just try to strike one up. Uh, do do I, I have my lantern with me in hand as well? hmm Okay, yeah. So I, I I try to relight the lantern and hold it out.
0: Okay. You you relight it, and um, you can't see anything beyond the light of your lantern. Um, like, normally you would have lit the lantern and you would have seen the rest of the basement. Like you would have seen the barrels again and everything because it's a, Mm -hmm. it's a pretty small cellar. Um, but literally it's just like, you see like your, your light goes like the ground is kind of lit up to the edge of however far your light reaches. And like, that's it. You're just, it's like you're standing in the middle of a gigantic black space. Um, so you look around And all of a sudden, you hear and feel the growl again. It shakes. This time, it doesn't turn off your your lantern, but it shakes the ground, and you kind of stumble a bit. um, And you you turn around towards the growl because you kind of faced away from it when you were in your disorientation, I guess. Um, And in the dark beyond your lantern light, you see a pair of tiny, beady, glowing red eyes And below them is a slit of glowing red, uh, light that kind of widens as the growl intensifies. Um, it looks like maybe it's some kind of wolf-like creature, maybe 20 feet away from you. Um, what do you do?
1: Sorry about that. Um, goodness. So I, um, as far as, like, my equipment goes, I have, um, two, two simple melee weapons. I- um decided to opt out of the shield um so i have a quarter staff and a hand axe so i take out my hand axe so i feel like it's a well little you
0: try but the thing is you you don't you don't have it anymore your weapons are gone and so is your pack you just have the matches in the lantern
1: okay um getting a little frantic now because unless <laughs> unless i was straight up just facing out like the entire time like i feel like i've i i thought i had it i felt the weight of it nothing really felt like it changed by reaching back there and realizing mm-hmm. i don't have anything i think i just start running because i kind of realize that i'm no longer in the cellar um yeah. it seems like just kind of like this vast dark like thick dark open space so i just start running
0: yep you you hear behind you like the the ground starts to shake again and you hear kind of a low rhythmic thumping just like a gun, 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 and you look behind you and you see the whatever this creature is is getting the the face is getting bigger and bigger and bigger but it's also getting higher up in the air um and you're you're starting to realize that whatever it is it's much farther away from you than you thought but it's just huge like massive so you you, th- you thought it was just like a, a wolf-sized creature like 20 feet away but it's actually something way way bigger but maybe you know 100 yards away or something like that mm. um so you hear a small voice from kind of in front of you uh as you're you're running um you hear it say hey hey come here, come here, run, oh oh my God, run, run. Um, And as you you run towards it in the lantern light, you see a large mouse. Uh, It's about the size of you kind of at the shoulder. Um, Like its shoulder is like the height of your head basically. So like when it's on all fours, it's the height of you. Um, So he, he holds out a paw for you. Um, As he leans out from the hole from a hole in the bottom of a massive staircase, which you're kind of realizing as you uh, get closer and as your light kind of touches the wall of this bottom stair. um, It's just gigantic staircase like this. The first stair is like the size of a building to you. Um, It's like a massive wooden staircase where it's kind of there's a panel in the front and then a stair and Mm. then a panel and then a stair on top, you know. Um, Yeah. So he he's the the pounder's getting louder and louder as the beast gets closer to you. You look behind and um, you can kind of make out the features of its face now in the lantern light and in uh, uh, the glow of its eyes and mouth. It's sort of like a a massive kind of Doberman-looking dog. It's like all black with Big pointy ears that point straight up. Um, but it's... It's snout is sort of... Cow-like almost. Like it's got... These big nostrils. And... These tiny... Just... Beady eyes. Um... So... Uh, you look back in front of you. And the mouse is there. He's like... Come in, come in, come in, come in! And he grabs your hand and pulls you through this hole... Um and up on his back and the two new the two of you kind of run you just you don't stop you just keep running beneath the staircase towards uh the back of it um and as you're running the beast slams against the staircase and starts clawing at the bottom step like a dog trying to like get under a couch you know um and as it's as it slams in the staircase and kind of shakes it with its clawing um dust and chunks of wood are are falling around you from above um, and that stops and you look back over your shoulder and through a gap in one of the higher steps uh, you can see just a single glowing eye through the gap and you hear that low rumbling uh, growl again so uh, you just kind of continue with this this mouse um, As he takes you Deeper under the staircase And uh, we will get back to What happens next Oh my <coughs> Alright So Franklin um, mm-hmm. So uh, near the edge Of a forest in a large open Gathering place outside the village of Andulin um, There's a sort of Carriage trailer stage type thing Um, The side wall of this carriage is folded down So it rests on stilts uh, Creating kind of an extension of the bed of the carriage Um, And then the roof is folded over in the opposite direction Creating like a lean-to behind the stage Um, So three of the carriage's walls are still standing And there's kind of like a mountain Like meadow scene painted on the inside back wall so there's a stage and then a wall in the back and on the sides Um, so in front of this this painting two human actors are stage fighting Uh, one of them is wearing a black cloak atop a lime green performer's tight suit so you know like the classic shakespeare poofy outfit Mm -hmm. and the other is wearing a papier-mâché knight's helmet atop his rust-colored performer's outfit. Yeah. Um, there's about 20 people gathered in front of the stage watching kind of slack-jawed. They, they don't look bored, but they also don't look too excited either. They're just kind of like mindlessly watching and squinting in the sun. Yeah. Um, watching wow. these actors kind of, ho ha, ha, yeah. like, jump at each other. Um, Benjamin now, was never really a crowd-pleaser. so now we we cut to a shot of uh the other side of the carriage um the you can see now that like the back the back wall and presumably also the wall that's folded down in front to extend the carriage um it's it's kind of engraved in and painted uh wood paneling kind of like those like fortune tellers caravans you know like a a circus kind of thing um and it says the Roski Island Players, uh, R-O-S-K-E-E, um, in kind of a, a bold black and red lettering. Um, it's got a stylized painting of two people acting in their acting tights uh, with blue and red, kind of like uh, ta-da lines, you know. I don't know what you call those, <laughs> but like uh, those lines kind of like shining in the background. Um, mm mm-hmm and all of that is surrounded in a sort of like engraved floral trim um, which is painted yellow uh, it's supposed to look like uh, kind of like gold uh, like a gilded you know uh, of course I don't know what you call it gilded trim Yeah. Um, but all of this since it's a carriage it's, it's pretty worn by the weather and the sun um, but you can still Kind of see the message um so we we get a shot of the carriage's wheels on on the side and we we track slowly across the bottom of the carriage um where we see two big frog feet crossed awkwardly at the ankles as you you lean against the back of the carriage in the shade um Mm -hmm. we cut to a wide shot aimed down the length of the carriage And we see you snag a moth out of the air with your big frog tongue. Um, As you chew, your boss, a big-bellied half-orc named Gruz, walks around the carriage. Hey, Frankie, do me a favor and go nab us some firewood for tonight. I can feel the cold already in my bones. Yeah. That's... what's his name? Uh, Gruz. That's interesting, Grass uh well i'm you know what i'm just gonna walk away <laughs> okay as as you walk into the forest uh you pass a very still pond you catch a glimpse of your reflection in the surface uh so you kind of stop and look down at your big frog face um do you say anything or, or what are you thinking about seeing your go. frog self? <laughs> I just go, I'm a monster, and I <laughs> slap the water. <laughs> so you, you, angrily, like, you angrily kick a rock uh, into, yeah. the, into the water, and rather than disrupting your reflection, it skips perfectly across the pond. It um, makes it so far that it slams right into the tree on the other side of the pond. Um, the tree must be hollow or something, you think, because the rock easily shakes the whole tree. Um, one of the tree's branches extends all the way across the pond and above your head and you sort of watch the vibration move up the tree and up the branch and as you look up, one of the tree's heavy fruits falls and hits you square between the eyes Uh, you are knocked out cold and you fall face first into the pond a um, oh, good thing that I can breathe through my skin <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Don't you so, worry. So you you wake up with a jolt and you kind of, in, in shock, you thrash about in the water as you hold your head above the surface, kind of coughing of water and gasping for air. But then you stop when you remember you can breathe underwater. Uh, yeah. You try to stand up in the pond, but your legs don't touch the bottom. Uh, you oh. didn't think it was that deep, um, but here you are. Uh, you try to look around, but it's completely dark. Darker than you've ever seen uh, at night. Um, you think maybe it's maybe it's a new moon. Maybe some. What's uh, what's the water temperature? Uh, it's. What's what's the word? It's um. Clammy. It's clammy. Yes. Uh, no, not clammy. And it's it's very still. <laughs> uh. You you'd think you'd see the light from Gruz's fire, but wait you were supposed to get firewood for him Um, so surely he would have found you in the pond and woken you up at some point because he needed the firewood anyway so he would have had to go look for himself Uh, you try to swim to the edge of the pond but instead you run into some kind of smooth stone barrier Uh, you work your hand up the barrier to see if you can climb over it but it's just too high Uh, just then you hear a loud pounding Um, it's kind of like a thump 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 and uh the stone rumbles and the water kind of splashes erratically as everything vibrates with this thumping and suddenly a a burst of light shines into whatever space you're in as a massive hand lifts a large white slab from a top what you can now see is a massive white bowl with water on the bottom uh panicking you press yourself up uh, against the bowl's closest wall, uh, like the, the wall closest to whatever this, this figure is that's lifting the, the, the slab, um, hoping it, it won't see you. You hear a sigh from whatever massive figure the hand belongs to, and then from a far-off place, you hear a booming voice shouts, "Kilov, where did you put my new ring? The figure above you responds in a slightly higher voice, I threw it in your junk drawer, Dad. As two as the two gigantic voices carry on a conversation uh, causing the water surface to vibrate slightly, you spot something moving in what looks like some kind of like underwater passage at the bottom of this big white bowl. Um, it's the nose of a giant rat. Uh, it pokes <laughs> its head pokes out of the hole and looks directly at you with dead red eyes. Um. Uh, it opens its mouth in a crude smile, then squirms awkwardly through the opening and swims up to the surface above the hole. The rat kind of like hisses at you, just goes, and beckons you towards it. <laughs> um, so he's beckoning you towards him. What do you do? Uh, I am. I, I kind of look up towards the, the adolescent, <laughs> and then I I look towards the rat, and I'm like, oh, this is my hell, and I just kind of <laughs> kind of you know they creep on over towards the rat okay. um, so he, as i get up to him like don't d- please don't touch me <laughs> he he kind of he just smiles and um leads you down through this corridor uh you kind of swim through a series of very tight underwater passageways um and finally you tumble out into a small uh, of a small opening into a larger pipe um there's air here above the water, so the rat treads water and looks back at you with that same dumb smile on his face, and he says, Rat is called Kex. Kex, save Franklin. Franklin, oh, Kex. No, fuck. All right, what do you want? Kex just ignores you and turns away, swimming down the pipe, um, and he, he kind of, like... As he gets farther down, he turns around again and kind of insists that you follow him. You kind of swim after him. So you turn a corner in the pipe, and far off in the distance, you can see a light shining uh, in the opening that the pipe slopes down to. Uh, You hear the sound of water rushing. Um, Kex turns back to you and says, "Franklin, need be careful. Kex lose friend this way." Uh, So you see him. How do you know my name? You see him kind of brace himself against the pipe's floor with his feet um, and against the wall uh, as the water picks up speed and he reaches out a paw for you. Just kind of, like, wipe my hand off. Colt <laughs> Uh. So, towards the end of the pipe, there are kind of these large metal pegs sticking out of the wall. Uh, they look like giant nails. Um, and Kex kind of uses these to slowly work his way to the pipe's end um, when you reach it he you watch him kind of grab this root that's hanging down uh, it's like a giant branch basically that's hanging down over the pipe's opening um, and he, he's getting ready to climb so he kind of like motions you to get on his back um, do you do it? <laughs> I mean I gotta so <laughs> I just kind of, this is a very goofy image. I, I just kind of, <laughs> like, climb onto his back and wrap my frog legs around him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is, by the way, this is kind of the same proportions as uh, as Lance to the the mouse, except the rat is even bigger. So, um, okay. like, you're pretty small compared to him. You're, like, maybe, like, you, you don't have a problem being on his back. Um, mm-hmm. So, as he kind of grabs this root, uh, I mean, I have a problem being on his back. <laughs> I don't have a problem being on his back. Fair, fair. <laughs> um, as, as, he, as he grabs this root, you look out uh, at the edge of the pipe and you see that it pours out. Uh, it just kind of there's no land beneath this pipe, it pours out into white, fluffy clouds. Um, and You look to the left of the pipe as he climbs up, and you kind of see this this cross-section of dirt, um, like layers of dirt and clay and stuff with um, roots and kind of gravel and rocks hanging down from the bottom. Um, When I see the dirt and soil, I'm reminded that I am in nature. (laughs) <laughs> I feel compelled to just give a couple of rivets, you know, just to let let the other frogs know I'm okay. around. Uh you're so not I I just let out a couple of croaks. You're not worried that you appear to be floating above the clouds as you're um, you're climbing on the back of this rat that is precariously kinda of moving up this route? Well, you know, when you're when you're half frog and half man, <laughs> things they don't surprise you as much as they used to. Okay, that's fair. But, but, I did see some d- some dirt, <laughs> <laughs> so I needed to let the other frogs know. You know, Frankie's gotcha. in town. You know? So as as you kind of work your way up this this kind of massive dirt cliff, almost, um, I do I do say like, oh shit, <laughs> so that's my reaction. <laughs> okay. To things. And and it doesn't look like you're. Um, it doesn't look like you're like on like the top of a mountain or anything. This, there's clearly nothing beneath whatever piece of land you're on, um, but as you move up this up the route uh, on the outside of this massive dirt cliff, um, you can see like grass above you, but it's like giant blades, like probably like twice your height and um, bigger like wider than any leaves you've ever seen um so uh from like as you as you crest this the surface of this cliff um it's like a a grass forest that just towers around you all over the place and you look up through the grass and you can see the walls of a just massive massive castle like just taller than any wall you've ever seen and the bricks must be the size of just entire buildings to you um moss and vines kind of grow up the walls of of this castle and there's from where you are you can see two towers um that extend up from the the corners Mm -hmm. uh have have i uh does Jack and the Beanstalk exist in this world as a play? Uh, Sure. I'm just going to be like, it's just like Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> um, Okay, so I'm officially going to think that I'm in a play right now. <laughs> uh, so I don't take any of this seriously. <laughs> okay, interesting. That's weird because... <laughs> I think, you know... Grass has been telling me about all the cool special effects they've been working <laughs> on. Uh, maybe uh, maybe this is some sort of uh, really intense, uh, you know, sort of immersive theater experience that I'm now the main character. Of course I'm the main character. Okay. Because, you know. Maybe you think I'm, this is a test. Frank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm just, I just kind of like, I lean over to the rat and I'm like, hey, what are you getting from SAG? <laughs> they, they give you a trailer or something? I don't know. Uh, um, Kex just kind of like shrugs you off his back and you kind of fall on your ass on the ground. Um, <clears throat> and he says, follow Kex careful. Uh, Dangering garden. Uh, Kex gets... F- he's method. <laughs> Uh, such commitment he says he just says danger in garden kex get franklin to safety um you as as you guys walk through um this grass forest you kind of through through the blades sort of like when you see someone in the in the distance through the the walls of a corn maze you can kind of see like glimpses Mm -hmm. of giant insects roaming through the grass that are like about your size um he says keep moving danger um and then you hear in the distance a deafening bark of a dog just (laughs) just extremely loud um there's a you can tell there's a massive dog somewhere in this lawn, but you can't see it over the over the grass, and Kex kind of, like, stops and looks around um, and then just puts his head, like, forward and just keeps moving. Um, and you kind of are, like, running to keep up with him. So after about I mean, five... What? Obviously the dog is just Gruz in a big old <laughs> costume. He's got, he kind of like, answer. a... He's got, like, a <laughs> horn that he's just kind of yelling into. Yeah, that's louder. what I figure. And okay. the ants, they're undoubtedly just uh, John and uh, St- uh, Stan- Stanley uh, down over from the costume house. The, I, of I've course. seen some of the stuff they work on, and they're talented fellows. I'm sure those are just some <laughs> just big old ant costumes. Paper mache. Mm-hmm. Um, so after about five minutes of walking, you reach the side of this castle. Um, there's a small t- tunnel dug in the dirt um, by the wall, and Kex just points to it and he says, In. Okay. I kind of skulk in. All I'm right. having a lot of fun right now, <laughs> giggling every once in a while. Uh, so you crawl into the hole and you follow the crude tunnel dug in the dirt beneath the castle wall. Um, it stops at a, a vertical entrance into what looks like the inside of the castle walls themselves. Um, You climb up, Kex helps you through the the opening, and you stand on a dirt floor uh, in this space. There's the thick stone castle wall to your left, and then a massive wooden panel to your right. Uh, And then all around you, in between those two walls, um, there's, like, grass... Like dead grass just stuffed into this this space between the walls. Um it's like literally like packed everywhere. Um all around you. Um but you're kind of in like a, a little almost like cavern. Um just above this hole. There's just a little space in the grass um around the entrance. Um Keck says This where part ways that way mouse and he points behind you and there's a tunnel formed into the dead grass and it slopes up from this small little cavern in the stuffing um, and into the rest of the wall and he says this way Kex and he motions behind him and you see a similar opening in the grass um, as the one for the the mouse tunnel but it looks like his tunnel continues down into the dirt and there are small animal bones littered around the entrance. He says, mm. Bye now. Kex will see Franklin again soon. And he kind of slinks off into his tunnel. Um, his hind legs are kind of, like, as you watch him walk away. Uh, you know, like, when a, a tiger is, like, prowling through the grass on a hunt and its shoulders kind of, like, stick mm-hmm. up like that? Like, that's kind of how his back legs move as he walks um, so he continues off into his tunnel and you're left in this space alone what do you do uh I, I, I mean I just say uh <laughs> and then I just kind of look off towards the, uh, the, the, the the mouse way and I look off towards Kex and like just kind of slink my way down towards the mouse area um is it dark uh yes, it is definitely dark. Um okay. There's like a little gonna, bit of natural light coming from the tunnel you just came through, but like barely. Uh I'm just gonna let out like a little ribbit, uh, a little low croak, just so I can uh, <laughs> express my your, slight uh fear, discomfort. Okay. Um, I don't now no Camden, Franklin doesn't have fear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, very, I'm not scared right now. I'm just uncomfortable. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I kind of let I a little croak just to see if it bounces off the walls and kind of lets me know where I am. Uh, it doesn't because this tunnel is made entirely of grass, um, so it, oh. it sort of absorbs the, the croak in its crannies. Um, mm-hmm. If you walk from the dirt into the grass, you would expect the grass to kind of, like, give a little under your weight but apparently at this point you're so small or the grass is so big um, that it has no problem supporting you. Uh, it's just like walking on like a wood floor, basically, but good set design. A, a shitty one. Um, so there's, there's little variation in the tunnel's size. It's almost always perfectly circular, um, and it's about a foot taller than your head uh, in diameter, I guess. Uh, so you follow this kind of winding path uh, as it works its way up the wall um, finally as it peaks there are two openings um, one the tunnel continues down uh, again from this peak so in the, in the natural light from the other opening uh, you see that the one that continues down there's a little paper sign that says two mice like T.O. Two mice. Um, and then the one that leads up and off to the side where the natural light is coming from. Uh, it says, danger, birds. Well, I don't want to go near the danger birds. <laughs> so I think I'll go to the the two mice. Okay. Also, so, Franklin's not, he's not totally good at, at being literate. <laughs> <laughs> so he thinks it says, the number two mice okay so it's well. either the two mice or the danger birds so <laughs> he's gonna go for the mice okay um so you kind of he franklin is kind of like using gravity to make the trip down a little quicker so like kind of like when you run down a, a dirt hill or something um you're kind of clumsily running down the tunnel um but eventually it levels out and touches the dirt floor again um and at the end of this grass-roofed tunnel, um, you see, like, a curved-topped wooden door, kind of like a, um, you know, like a, like a cottage door, sort of. And there's light shining through a four-paneled window near the top of the door. Um, so I'm just going to kind of walk up, knock on the door, I guess. Okay you hear oh one second um and the the door handle kind of turns and then the door opens and there is sure enough a mouse there um she's kind of tawny colored uh she's got black eyes um and she's kind of plump um the this house uh what you now see is a mouse house uh it's basically, she, she lets you in. She says, hi, uh, my name's Terry. Uh, uh, nice to meet you. Uh, come in, come in. I'll, I'll make you some coffee. Um, and as you enter the room, it's basically one large room. Uh, it's that same space between the, the two walls of this castle. Um, so... But but the the roof and the other walls of this house are made of dirt uh, and like mud that's been molded in kind of like a a curved arching roof. Um, there's a hole in the center of the roof uh, that has a, a ladder made of twigs up into it, um, and it leads to like another grass tunnel kind of up uh, above the house. Um, Uh, There's a crack in the wood wall uh, that lets a little bit of light in from inside the castle. Um, There are little lanterns kind of peppered throughout the room. Um, and There's a fireplace with a fire going, uh, and it has a chimney made of uh, round stones and dirt. Uh, There's a bed in the corner with a patchwork quilt, a piece of carpet cut from a much larger one, Presumably in the castle. Uh, There's a fancy wooden doll's chair by the fireplace, actually, a couple of them. Um, There's crude paintings of mice families that are framed and uh, scattered around the walls and the desks. Uh, There's a a cabinet with some random treasures from throughout the castle. Uh, There's a giant ring in there, there's a gold coin. A red silk ribbon, uh, an engraved wooden box uh, that would be kind of uh, the size of a chest for these mice. But for whatever giant beings are in this castle, it would be tiny. Um, and it has the yeah. letters. And tell me about that gold coin. Because... It's very big. It's okay. huge. It's probably like shield-sized. Mm-hmm. Um on, on this, this little wooden box, it, it's engraved with the letters K-M-G-S. Uh, there's a wooden doll's sword, it's blunt, and a wooden doll's shoe, it's high-heeled. Um, so, you see the, the mouse that let you in, Terry. Um, she walks over to the little kitchen area, and she opens one of the cabinets and grabs a coffee bean, and... Um, from the cabinet but it's like huge for her like a big stone and she kind of puts in like a little mortar and pestle yes and starts like grinding it up uh to make to make coffee (laughs) (laughs) um uh there's at the the dining table which is it looks like homemade uh with some little stools that they made themselves too um you see another mouse uh it's smaller um and it's it's brown with black eyes. Uh, he's he's kind of sitting there chewing on some lettuce, uh, and across the table from him is Lance, just kind of sitting there, a little wide eyed, um, just in this house. He's holding a, a mug of coffee. Um, I just kind of like give a little wave to him, <laughs> Lance, because I I still think this is a play. You know? <laughs> Lance, what are amazed. what are you feeling? You you're now in a a tiny house with mice, uh, just kind of drinking coffee after being chased by a giant dog, and then a frog person walks in the room and waves at you.
1: <laughs> so how how long have I been with Terry?
0: Um, it's probably been like two hours. Okay. So I'm I'm starting to warm up
1: to them a little bit. Like, b- before before this, the cup of coffee was almost like a shock blanket. It's just like um, I was just clinging to yeah. it and just not really making eye contact with anyone, not knowing what to think. So I'm sitting there and I'm um um I guess I I, I was chatting with Terry before uh, before Franklin came in. So I uh, asked Terry. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. What, what what were you saying again? And by the way, hi. Uh, my name is. My name is Lance. I, I don't know what I'm doing here.
0: <laughs> Hi, Frank. Uh, when did you get the part? The... Did, you, uh, did you talk to 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 grass or Gr- what's his name? Um. I don't.
1: Where where do you think you
0: are? I mean, like. I well, that's the thing. I'm not completely sure. It looks like uh, some sort of strange rendition of uh, of you know Jack and the Beanstalk. Maybe maybe two Jacks, no Beanstalk.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've seen that
0: one around. Yeah, that's that's the
1: one I'm a little more familiar with. See, I kind of thought the same thing, but I'm I'm not I'm not playing any any role. We're we're sitting here with with mice right now. <laughs> oh,
0: another method actor. <laughs> I, I got it. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. I, I like. I'm. I, I'm just. I'm just. I want. I want someone to to clear up. Like, why did Frank Franklin? Do you know how you got here?
0: Uh, I stage left. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay, as you guys,
0: is... as you guys are talking, um the the brown mouse that's sitting at the table he's been he's just like been munching on this lettuce and kind of darting his eyes back and forth to you kind of squinting squinting a little bit he looks suspicious of you and he just he stops eating and he slams the he just kind of places the lettuce down on the table and gets up and walks over to Terry uh, and like puts his hand on her shoulder and he's saying something to her um, and she says Lerald how can you say that. Uh, his name is Lerald, like Harold with an L. Um, (laughs) How can you say that? These people need our help. Terry, you can't keep risking your fur for these random creatures that stumble through our door. So you just want me to let them die out there? Get stomped by by Gibrald or torn to pieces by the beast or the dog or get cooked up by kex?
1: All right, now, Lerald, I've been here for a little while now. I know you still think... I'm intruding, but number one, we're very, very gracious for your and Terry's kind of refuge here, and we just, we want, we want to get out. You know, we don't want to impose any longer, so any, like, you know, any way you can help would be very much appreciated, and we will also pitch in, so, you know, wow. I I know, I know how this might seem and look, but we really just want to make sure that we're
0: safe. He just kind of Call glares, he, he glares at you. Um, and he kind of like puts his hand in front of his mouth and says to Terry, uh, what about you, Terry? What happens? What, what if something happens to you? We're, we're in just as much danger as them out there. And she says, we're not, I know what I'm doing besides maybe they could help us. And he says, well, how? And then she says the larder and he says, oh, so, uh, she kind of stops making coffee and turns to three of, uh, to the two of you. Whoops, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Terry says, "Hey, so yeah, maybe maybe you can help us, uh, Lance. Um, so, I saved your lives. Do you think you could help us out with something? You look like you're capable to me. Um,
1: um, yeah, I would." yeah i would say we're well i can't speak for franklin over here it seems like acting is his thing and from what i've seen so far he's very very good at it <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely has that I sense know. of commitment but yeah i would say i'm i'm i'm, I'm very capable and i'm I will, i'll help i'll help in any way
0: i can she's a little confused they don't have plays here <laughs> so. but she just kind of like looks a little confused but goes with it. now I'm starting to think this play is strictly about me and my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean cle- I mean that's the only solution, isn't it? So I'm just gonna um, just kind of sip my coffee. Um, she, she thanks you, Lance, and says, "Our larder is about five minutes down that tunnel. Uh, she points to the, the roof tunnel. And she says, we keep it away from the house so that in case it gets infested, which is exactly what happened a few days ago. Um, I was running there to grab some flour for cookies when I realized that it had been completely infested with ants. And Laryl just kind of like shudders and he says, Ugh, disgusting creatures. Um, and she says, and dangerous too. We were planning to just build another larder somewhere else like we've always done, but if you two take it back from them, there's probably still food left. If you do this for us, I'll help you get out of Gibrald's castle. Uh. Uh. Who's Gibrald? Oh, uh, he's the giant who. Uh, owns this place. I say. Uh, I say Gibrald. Well. You're clearly a. a, a big toe of a man, <laughs> old so. <soul. laughs> fuck you (laughs) um
1: just kind of aside like i how much conversation have i had with terry and laryl in that two hours do i like do i know that i am in like somehow i've gone into some sort of other magical world where i'm like in a giant's castle
0: yeah they've they've caught you up to speed a little bit um you basically know that Hold on, the the lights went off in this room, and it's very dark. I'm going to try to get them back on. Pookie. Turn on, please. It's so dark. Eh. Oh, thank you. When you turned on the lights, were you in a bigger bigger (laughs) practice room? No. No, I'm still here. Um so uh you know basically that uh this is gibrald's castle or gibrald or gibrald however you want to pronounce it um he is a giant um these mice have lived here their entire lives uh basically that's like what you've been caught to speed with you know that uh for a while random like humans and i don't know what to call them like you know, people, I guess, mm. uh, have been showing up here randomly. Uh, and they don't know why. And usually they don't survive very long. Um, but basically, in the the two hours you've been there, Terry's just kind of been talking to you about your life and who you are and the world you come from as she kind of made you a meal and sat you down. Um, Laurel didn't talk much because he was kind of suspicious of you um so uh but terry says uh oh it doesn't look like you have any weapons you'll you'll need those before you go um so i'm gonna let you guys choose what items you find in their house that you can use as weapons oh hmm well, I'm gonna. Does, does it look like they know the value of that gold coin? Um. Yes, it's displayed in a fancy glass cabinet that they made. Can I take that? Can I speak? Oh yeah, I'm gonna use it as a as a shield. Are you winking as <laughs> you say that? <laughs> yeah, I wink a lot. <laughs> Uh, she says, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how much you know about gold, but it's kind of a soft metal. I don't think that would be very effective. Oh, oh, I know about gold, and I wink a lot. <laughs> Can't how, let me roll. How much? Okay. Me, oh, good point. Persuasion. I forgot this is D&D. You can roll. Yeah. Go ahead. I want to roll. Your uh, weight. Plus Charisma hold up that's a that's a 14 she says uh, how about you find something else damn it okay
1: what else I mean do are, are we picking from a selection of like the no. things you listed off earlier or can it just be any like
0: random household item no just anything I'll let you find it whatever it is Ooh. okay and you can you can get armor too if you want just for flavor um can i do like a despero situation and like find a, a needle or something like that yeah for sure you can use that as a rapier yeah okay can i put a can i put a thimble on my head sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> a fun little bucket hat just kind yeah. of resting on top of your head okay i find s- sitting
1: sitting like on the inside of uh on the inside, just like kind of like adjacent to the front door. I find like this little splinter that, I mean, maybe they use as like a, a walking stick or maybe it was like an old, used as an old curtain rod or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I plan to use it because I'm, I've been trained and I'm proficient with a, uh, with a quarter staff. So I thought that'd probably be the, the, um, the next best thing. And actually I, I, as I pick it up, I, I noticed like, is this a, is this a sliver of oak Terry. Oh yes, yes it is. Oh, very cool. Okay, yeah, this will be this will be perfect if you don't mind me using this broken piece of wood.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine. I just I found it outside. I was looking. I was foraging for berries. Uh, just, yeah, this is. I just is thought a... it was. I thought it was very. It's like, it's like very. It's very straight and kind of uniform. So she thought it was a good walking stick.
1: All right, so I I grabbed that and then I also kinda of start eyeing like the uh, the the mortar and pestle and she's like what wait, wait yeah um I was like are you are you are you done with that? Are you gonna make any more coffee, Franklin, you want another cup?
0: and uh, uh, I kinda look into my cup. Yeah, I'll take another. Okay. Cheap, um, once cheap, once cheap. you're done
1: with that, I'm just gonna pop that little bowl on my head. <laughs> and i think that'll be good
0: uh okay yeah i have i have a spare you can use that one uh she no, opens the cabinet you. and there's another like it's it's like it's just like a tiny little stone bowl <laughs> well tiny you know what i mean um it fits on your head it's like a nice little mm-hmm. stone bowl kind of you, you have blonde hair right
1: um yeah i guess kind of like a like like a dirty blonde.
0: okay it, it, like, yeah. it kind of sits on top of your head and sort of pushes your hair down, kind of like right. a, a bowl. Uh, uh, so uh, she she brews you another cup, uh, Franklin, and then pours it into your mug. And then she takes out a little burlap sack and, like, puts the the spare uh, coffee grounds in there and, like, stows it away. Um, and she says to you, all right, you're you're all set. You're ready for this. Oh, of course. As ready as um, water. We'll I I flourish my my uh my my needle. And it kind of twinkles. <laughs> yeah. She says, "I believe in you. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, I promise that it'll it'll be worth it. We'll we'll get you out of here. I know we can. Uh." Have, have no fear ma'am <laughs> you you, you, <laughs> just, you, swell your, you swell up your you swell up your like frog throat and your voice gets all oh, deep yeah. and rumbly
1: I just shoot I, just... I shoot Franklin a look like I'm already over his shit <laughs> and just start, <laughs> and just start walking away and tell Terry everything is gonna be okay
0: all right so you climb up the ladder into the tunnel um you walk again she she gave you a, a tiny lantern. Uh, that you can use so it's not dark in the tunnel anymore. Um, but uh, you're walking for about five minutes and uh, it's it's that same dead grass tunnel. Uh, there's gaps in between the the grass. You kind of have to be careful where you walk, uh, just so you don't like twist your ankle or anything. Um, but eventually, um, as you get close, you hear kind of like a, a flurry of chittering and clicking. And lots of like low clunks as these these exoskeleton ants like bump into each other as they walk around. Um, you see light coming from an opening in the side of the tunnel down the way, uh, and you can see kind of ants moving in and out of the doorway and like on the the walls of the doorway. And then you you see they they can they're kind of some of them are walking down the tunnel in the opposite direction, and some of them are just walking into the walls of the tunnel through the gaps in the, the grass. So they're, like, compared to you, they're about the size of, mm, like, a, a bobcat. So.
1: Oh, shit. Mm. Some big-ass ants.
0: I mean, you're small. This is very true. <laughs> or Well, I guess, actually, they're not that big. I guess an ant compared to a mouse they're about the size of like big rats um All right. so uh what do you do hmm well since I'm in a play <laughs> they're clearly just going to die by my sword like there's I don't there's no option that I die if this is I'm the main character so I'm just gonna go for it
1: right just game. charge just like a second too late, right as Franklin, right as Franklin, just kind of like just darts out there. I'm like, wait, I can speak with
0: them, but <laughs> I believe it's probably already too late. And I'm just, I just yell, Franklin Jasper, <laughs> <laughs> and I just let out a big croak. All right. Yeah, I, I sprint in there. All right. uh, you enter the the room. There's. You, you had to like walk past some ants, so there's some behind you too, but you're in the thick of it now. Um, it's a small uh, larder that has kind of been mined almost, like kind of quarried out of the side of the stone wall. Um, so it's got like carved uh, walls that you can kind of see the, the chips, um, where they chipped away. Um, there's a few wooden shelves in the back of the room, uh, and then there's, like, some little tiny little barrels and boxes, kind of, throughout, uh, and there's just ants everywhere. Alright. Flourish. Uh, as you take out your sword, they all kind of look at you, and then collectively they sort of gather towards the back of the room in a swarm and start kind of, like, uh almost like swirling around as they climb from floor to ceiling to wall and kind of like towards the okay. back of the room in like a, a whirlpool of ants. Mm. I don't know what to think about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm I'm, I'm I'm guessing I'm standing like a few paces back from Franklin B.C. jump forward and I'm looking at this and I'm just like, Franklin Jasper. <laughs> I go, fuck. Fuck! And last, <laughs> I I walk forward and then I like brandish my splinter. Okay.
0: All right. I so. Kind of look up at them and give a little, little croak. <laughs> Let's roll initiative. Oh my! Ooh. I keep forgetting like the D things that we have to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> give me give me that that saucy nineteen. Oh. Yeah, mine is uh mine's an eleven. Okay. Alright, so it's it's Franklin, uh, and then Lance, and then the swarm of ants. Mm. Okay. So they're currently like up around the walls. Like they're they're pretty much clustered now in on the back wall where all those shelves are as like a mass. Like one mass of ants. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna just, I mean, you know what? I'm seeing bugs, and you, you know what happens when a, when a frog sees bugs? I'm hungry. So um, I actually have a, I have a tongue whip ability that we constructed, um, and I use a sticky, nearly prehensile tongue to grab objects, grapple small enemies, or whip enemies for one damage. Um, I'm not sure if that's a full action or like a movement type thing. I would say it's a full action. You. Okay. Um, Especially if you're gonna, gonna try to grapple him. I'm gonna try to just throw that thing right in that massive ant <laughs> and kind of pull pull a like you know a manageable amount of ants towards me <laughs> um, with my tongue. Are you gonna try to eat them or you're just? Well, I don't think. I don't, can I get them in my gob? Uh, you could get. <laughs> two of them in your gob because you got a pretty Uh, big gob okay (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna well wait like what do they look like uh are they like red no they're 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 black they're like big carpenter ants Mm, that's delicious okay (laughs) i'm gonna do that and just kind of chomp on that ant carapace for a while all right let's do a strength con contest then as a grapple and like Every time I do a frog thing like this, my face kind of goes, like, blank. <laughs> and my mouth just goes, like, straight. My, my eyes get a little darker, and I just kind of, you know. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh-oh. Uh, that's a seven. Ooh. Okay, they they have a minus one to strength, but they rolled a 17. So Damn. um, your tongue shoots out and into this massive ant's um, and instead of you grabbing one of the ants, uh, one of the ants bites oh, your no. tongue, uh, which does. Let's see, it does three damage. Uh, oh no! To you, that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it 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 lets go right away, and you just kind of your your mm. tongue kind of like. Normally it would shoot right back, but since you're shocked, it kind of flops on the ground for like. <laughs> sucking back up in your mouth um while my tongue is still kind of hanging out i look at uh lance lance i look at lance beside me which is my tongue hanging out and i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: after after seeing that going into my, like that's when i'm like fuck, <laughs> this is gonna be so bad so i i jump in um i i I had a quick question about i'm probably gonna have some like game mechanic questions just because i'm not as experienced but like um with uh with like some different one that one of the cantrips i have is called is it shalit shalit i
0: don't know i I always say shalitli
1: i don't know i don't think that's I i wanted to say shalitli because it just sounded funny but i don't know if that's the proper way to pronounce it oh the shalitli um Shillelagh, um, but it, it's it's a transmutation cantrip, and it says like the components. Components is yeah, BSM yeah, and like even, mistletoe, a shamrock leaf. Don't even worry about deck.
0: that. We I never mess with okay. components. It's pointless.
1: Sick. I cast Shillelagh
0: on my <laughs> splinter. Um, so so it is imbued with nature's power. Yeah. So the the end of uh, it, it kind of like from your hand you're holding the. The splinter kind of at the end um, and from your hand you kind of see like it sort of hardens up like the wood becomes darker and more smooth uh, and it's kind of got like this, this leaf pattern ingrained into it uh, and then mm. this, this moves up the, the splinter from your hand and at the end of the splinter uh, it kind of twists together and forms like a hard knob at the end, uh, that would be perfect yeah, for clubbing.
1: <laughs> Foreman, a big ol' hard knob. Jesus. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, so is that is that like a, like a bonus action or is that is that my full? Uh bonus yeah, it's a or... bonus action. Okay, so then i um, i approach I approach the ant that bit Franklin's tongue. I guess just to try to like get it away from. Like get the closest one away from him, uh, and
0: I just—I mean, to be fair, it is a swarm of ants. You can't really tell which one was which. It's just kind of a mass of about a lot of ants.
1: Yeah. So I mean, like, is this is this enemy like technically is it swarm of ants? Yes. Like, are we just dealing damage to them yeah. as a whole? Okay. Then yeah, I just, I just like overhand just full on just swing and try to just smash at the ground right in the middle of this, not in the middle but like just right at the front of this mass of bugs. Okay.
0: They're they're kind of like on the wall so I, I think you probably would just like swing into it like, like you're like cutting into foliage sort of you know like just overhead okay. swing alright so make an right. attack roll
1: okay and with, uh, with the shillelagh um, it says that I can use my spellcasting ability instead of my strength for attack and damage mm-hmm. rolls. Um, so I would just do I'd just like roll the same like d twenty, but I, would I use a different modifier? Or yeah, a,
0: use your your wisdom modifier. Cool.
1: Yo! <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. So
0: that was a nine. Okay. Uh, with with your modifier too. Yes. Uh, you miss. <laughs> Kind of like, um, just you. You just you fucking whiff. Like you, you misjudge the distance. You were a little fr- afraid to get close to these ants, so you misjudge the distance, and your your away just kind of like glances off the ground in front of them, and you just look back at Franklin. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my tongue kind of s- still slinking out the side of my mouth. Uh. The, the ants, like, as you as your stick kind of hits the ground, um, one of the ants tries to, like, or a few of the ants, actually, try to, like, grab it and kind of, like, climb up uh, to get at you. Let me, let me roll. Wait, is this against me? No, nah, against okay. uh, Lance. Um, so, yeah, one of them makes it onto your stick and kind of, like, scurries up to try to bite at you. Um, e. He, what's your armor class? AC is eleven. Ooh. all right. He gets you. Oh, um, wow. he he kind of crawls up and bites your hand or like your wrist, um, with his big powerful jaws. Actually, I suppose they're probably she's because they're they're warrior ants. Mm-hmm. So they're she's. Um, she bites your wrist. Uh, doing. Hold on. god <laughs> what's your guys hit points yeah i have 11 yeah right now, now right eight. now i'm at 10 uh let's change their bite to a d4 how about that <laughs> oh god all right maybe maybe well just she's change it to like just one <laughs> yeah i might have to just uh one, one damage sorry technical difficulties listener um These are way too powerful. So how about that? Yeah, one she (laughs) she does one damage to you as she bites your wrists. And you're like, ah! Kind of shake her off. No, Actually, Actually, you know what? For fun, uh, she's going to try to hold on. uh, So let's do a strength contest. Oh my god. 20, Eric. Did you roll? Yeah, it's a five. Okay, yeah, she she hangs on to your wrist, and she's kind of dangling there, um, just making it a little more difficult to attack. So, unless you can, at the at the beginning of your next turn, you can try to shake her off, and if you don't, then you'll have a disadvantage on your next attack.
1: No shit, she's latching on. Jesus, these things have a yeah. bite.
0: <laughs> Franklin, right, do Fraggler. something. I'm gonna... Oh god, and then I'm gonna run it over, use my needle to jab at the one biting at his hand. <laughs> it's a risky move. So please right. be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to <gonna> be careful. <laughs> uh, actually, as I'm he Franklin runs over towards me, I'm like, no, Franklin, happens.
1: no. Actually, please don't. Don't. I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm a hero. <laughs> I'm saving you. <laughs> all right, roll. God That's that's a miss That's a a six Alright You don't hit him You don't hit Eric at least So that's good Um, You just kind of whiff like that And then you kind of like run Into Lance a little bit um, And -hmm. you guys are just kind of like Looking at each other like In the middle of this swarm of ants As you fumble around (laughs) Alright, Lance. Alright, so yeah, I try
1: to I try to like shake off the the warrior that's like biting biting at my hand. Um can I like can I use like my other hand to kinda like a like a like an unarmed attack, just kinda like swatter away?
0: Yeah yeah, just just make a, a strength check to try to like grapple oh, okay. her off. Okay, that's a sixteen. Alright, you you succeed, you kinda like you kind of like grab her jaws and like pry them open um, and just like Ooh. throw her to the side
1: so now you can make an attack all right very cool so yeah i'm just going to i'm just going to swing again
0: okay the piano player is not playing a cover of red bone <laughs> <laughs> and i like him a little a little less <laughs> all right well that was a natty 20 Oh, let's go ants good job all right lance Rolls is in damage. town so you just roll uh an extra R- rally do we usually roll twice as many dice or do we double the for a for a critical yeah i would say roll twice as many um, dice. um it's either like they do something real neat or like i mean that's up to you no yeah i, I think i think eric just roll uh instead of doubling your damage just roll twice as many dice. Okay. So, and I think doesn't the shillelagh, like turn doesn't it, it increase It turns into a d8. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'll just roll 2d8. Yeah.
1: Dang. A 3. Uh. Oh. Like both of them. Oh, both threes. Yeah, t- 3 3 damage total.
0: Oh no. <laughs> Um, Goodness okay. gracious! Uh, but don't you add your um, your wisdom modifier since it's a shillelagh? Oh, I do, I do. Hell yeah! Okay, so it's fi- It's um, it's six. Okay, that's pretty good. All right, so you you swing kind of horizontally, uh, across this shelf, um, and uh, you actually um. Never mind. Uh, yeah. You 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 kind of you kind of drop your quarter staff onto one of the shelves, like the one that's about eye levels you, and you just sweep it across, um, catching a bunch of ants, uh, in the process, and you just slam them all together, and then into the side wall of that shelf and just crush them, and all just like it's like the inside of a blueberry, just kind of, just like, bursts all over that that edge of the wall um and the rest of the ones around the area kind of like writhe and like kind of uh like shriek back you know they kind of like ah i don't know i don't know the way to describe it they they uh they rear back in like shock you know and kind of swarm a little bit more does any of the juice fly at me uh maybe a bit it's like spray on my face Sure. Um, can I say like it hits my eyeball, and I do the I lick my uh, eyes eye. like a good gecko. <laughs> my my tongue comes up and just kind of licks it. Delicious. <laughs> it's it's a little mm. bitter, but in like like a again like a blueberry, but one that's not ripe. Well, I'm told that ants actually have a, uh, a very uh, it's like it's like lemongrass and... uh, You know what, Rowley? You're told that they taste like bitter blueberries. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Alright, so the ants, again, like as your quarterstaff is pressed up against these dead ants, um, some of the ones above them kind of climb down and try to get up your quarterstaff. So... Ooh, They do not um, They kind of like Just stumble around your quarterstaff uh, Kind of get all mixed up In their friend's blood and guts Alright Franklin mm, I'm gonna hmm. I think How many of them There's a lot of them right Yeah how are they doing? What <laughs> do I don't, I don't like. Uh, they're. uh, there's, okay, you probably took out, Lance took out a lot of them with that attack, so you probably took out like a fourth of them. Oh, okay. okay. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna go for a, uh, another, I'm gonna risk my tongue again. Okay. Just to, to eat a couple of them. Because I, I, t- I tasted that sweet, sweet juice. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and we'll I want do. some more. All right. Uh, do a strength check. <sighs> it's a six. Okay. You can also add your proficiency to your tongue checks, I'd say. Um, you know how to use that thing. <laughs> I do know how to use that thing. <laughs> so, that's uh, so that's an eight. Okay. Okay. Uh, you you get them you get like yes two two of them no um so what are you doing with them you're you're just trying to eat them just gonna kind of chomp down on them okay uh I'm just gonna say you successfully eat two of them which I'll count as like two HP okay kind so of you just two- very uh, blankly yes you know my face has no there's no joy. <laughs> <laughs> this is purely survival, <laughs> storage <think>. of energy. <laughs> just yeah, just Delicious. the food chain. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Uh, Lance. All right. I
1: kind of jump back and regroup with Franklin and say it's unconventional, but if you can get a meal out of it, I guess I'm glad for you. I mean,
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> i just turned to you and i'm still in frog mode so i'm just kind of chewing and looking at you
1: the second you turn and face me i just look into your dead eyes and it's just immediate just like it's like all right just, never, just stop talking yeah just never you know what we'll just we we, we we won't do this right now i'll uh i'll run back in and i'll go for like uh i don't know hey, i eric. guess i guess i just keep swinging hey, eric yo use a spell fuck i have those yeah you do (laughs) i don't uh i didn't pick any spells that deal damage i'm just realizing that now i was thinking about all the investigative stuff
0: wait wait zero you don't have any druid craft I have Druidcraft, I have Shillelagh,
1: and I have, as as my cantrips, my first level spells are uh, Speak with
0: Animals and Detect Magic. Well, you can talk to me now. That's good. (laughs) Hey, Eric, how about we just kind of get rid of Druidcraft and replace it with a damaging cantrip, please?
1: Yeah, okay.
0: You can kind of just do that. Well, I mean, if you want to. I'm not saying you have to. I'm I'm allowing you to change it right now if you want.
1: No, I feel like I definitely should. Druidcraft was really just more of like a... I don't know, it's just, it's, it's
0: it's nice. I can make flowers bloom and shit. Um, so, um, with Speak With Animals, can you talk to me now? In my animal state? You're not, you're not. Oh, <laughs> no, jeez That's a good question. <laughs> yes, I would <laughs> say, can, say so.
1: Can can you speak while you're in
0: just, like, animalistic <laughs> so. frog
1: mode?
0: <laughs> it's not like a, a legitimate, like, game mechanic, I think. I think it just kind of happens. So maybe when I'm, when I'm there, you can talk to me, using Speak with Animals.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take out Druidcraft, and I'm gonna put in uh,
0: how's Thorn Whip? That's pretty good. It's pretty good, I think. Okay. What's the other? There's another damaging. There's part a cloud um, of thorns. You might be able to have. No, no. There's um. More, no. That's thorn Whip, uh,
1: produce flame which i'm not sure if it's more of like nah, a, nah. like an environmental yeah, like, interaction thing or if it's like a f- and then yeah, that's there's environmental okay Th- then there's poison spray okay yeah you could do poison spray or thorn whip okay I, i'm just gonna go with thorn whip i think okay all right so i cast thorn whip then i guess like um dr- druids do like they're they're like focus or like they're like magical kind of like, conduit is it is it kind of, like, coming from them, like, from their hands, or do they have?
0: Um, you, you can choose uh, what your focus is. Usually it's just, like, your staff. Um, since yours is gone, you could either, I don't really care, like, you can use this as your new focus. Or um, you could, like, have a totem or something on you. Okay. It's up to you. All right. For now, I think
1: I'll just cast it out of my hand, um, because I don't have any of my items on me anyway. When I went to like when I just appeared in uh, Gearwald's castle, I didn't I? Like I, I lost all my stuff, so I don't. I normally would have a totem, but for now I'm just casting it out of my hand. So I'll just point. Well whip my hand over at the wall. Well
0: the way the way that it would work is you would have to have your totem. If if that's what you're going with, you would have to have it. So like it could be something you you were like wearing on your neck or like on your belt or something that stayed with you.
1: Oh okay. Um yeah, then it's a little uh it's a little satchel of like kind of like Totoro style, like a little like satchel of seeds hanging oh. from my belt. Okay. So I, I like unclip that. it and I like unclip it and like hold it out. Okay. Um and I'll cast thorn whip at the wall. <laughs> of ants All right. oh yikes how does that work uh yeah that's um for spell casting you roll the d20 and then add well or yes. is it
0: it would depend on the spell but just look look at your have, do you have thorn whip pulled up um yeah here i got it right here oh my god the lights turned out again i guess i'm just
1: gonna play in the dark <laughs> okay um, you create a long, vine-like whip covered in thorns that lashes out of your command toward a creature in range. Make a melee spell attack against the target. If the the attack hits, the creature takes 1d6 piercing damage, and if the creature is large or smaller, um, you pull the creature up to 10 feet closer to you. Okay. Okay. Make so yeah, that, that was, end. uh... That was...
0: That was a 5. Uh, yeah. That doesn't hit. Um... <laughs> you kind of you you cast your thorn whip and it kind of rises up out of it actually comes from the grass behind uh like through the door a few of the the shoots of grass kind of like curl and weave together um, and create this like thorny vine um and they they kind of it like reaches into the room and kind of like swipes at the ants um, but the ants all kind of like dodge out of the way All right, um, so uh, some of the ants are kind of like crawling towards the left of the room, um, and they they crawl down the wall and up towards you, Franklin, um, and a few of them try to like climb up your legs and give you some, <coughs> some little bites. Yeah. What's your AC? I like that. Um, uh, 14. Okay. Uh, they do not hit you. You kind of like... <laughs> in, in your frog mode As they, they touch you You kind of like instinctually jump Up in the air mm-hmm. And you, you hit your head a little bit But you got your thimble to protect you um, mm. But as your legs kind of like Flop up and kind of like whip out to the sides They like fly off your legs And you actually end nice. up doing uh, One damage to one of them Wow So you, you kill one of them with the power of your legs Okay alright I'm Eric. gonna land immediately Oh, yeah, sorry, Franklin. Your turn. Yeah, no, just land, and then uh, I'm just gonna kind of pull out my sword and stab one of them. Slish slish at him. Yeah, so I kind of uh, and come out of the <laughs> the frog state, and then just run at uh, the wall of them and jab. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a 20. Ooh, nice. Okay. Well, well uh, 20. Yeah, 20. Alright, roll for damage. Ooh. Uh, What? I actually don't know what a rapier is. I don't...
1: It's 1d8 piercing.
0: Ooh. Nice, nice. I have been beaten. Okay. So I pierced that one of them. That's a... Uh... Four plus um, my proficiency bonus or my- Dex. My dex, okay, so that's a seven. Okay, Uh, you you skewer a few of them actually. Um, Mm -hmm. They kind of like, as you're coming towards them, they kind of like gather up and they're like gonna jump at you, but you get the, Mm -hmm. the jump on them. And as they're all clustered together, you skewer like three or four of them. Um, doing seven now, damage. Can I take it? Oh, absolutely, you kebab. Yes, okay. absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Just kind of eat them off of that sword. All right, Lance. I'm I'm a madman. They uh at this point there are probably there's like a third of the ants left. Okay. Okay.
1: Um. So after after throwing whip, having not worked as well as I as well as I wanted, I'm probably just like oh, I'm gonna walk up to the wall and I'm just gonna just baseball baseball bat swing at the wall <laughs> and try to knock some of these ants into Franklin's direction
0: just to keep him feeding. <laughs> okay. Just give him give him a few more snacks. All right. Uh, we'll just treat that like a a normal attack. So go ahead. And, All right. Uh, yeah, it's a um, that's a fourteen. Okay, it hits. Roll Ooh. for damage. Let's see. <gasps> two. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh. yeah, you you just hit uh you hit two of them um in his direction and they, they, they die from the impact of your hit, so they just kinda like flop on over towards him and he grabs him in his mouth. Actually, Riley, roll roll deck, see if you grab him. Yeah, I was gonna say I wanna roll for that. That's uh If if that's just a uh, dexterity, yeah, then that's a, uh, eighteen. Okay, you act your, your frog mode kicks in again, and your tongue shoots out to greet them, and just oh. <laughs> slurps them down. And then again, I just kind of stare at him. All right, this blank ass. Eyes. Uh, the ants kind of all, group together, um to try to give, like, a last push, um, and they rush over to you, Lance, uh, and they try to kind of swarm you. Okay, I'm going to give them advantage since they're, like, all up in your grill. Um, they roll a 12. Yep, that's, uh, that's still going to do it. Okay. Um, they, a, a bunch of them kind of, like, swarm around your legs just like Franklin and try to bite at you um so Nasty. they do uh oh they do seven damage
1: No. oh
0: wait hold on we we decided that their bites i'm sorry we decided that their bites were only one uh but there's a bunch of them so i'm gonna say i'll just roll a d4 all right they do four damage
1: okay not so bad. Lance is still kicking.
0: Alright. Um, Franklin. Okay. Um, I'm gonna... Um, I don't think I can eat anymore.
1: <laughs> so, You're uh, full. i
0: pretty full <laughs> at this point. i feeling pretty lethargic, so I'm just gonna kinda run at him. I'm gonna... I'm gonna try to... to can I leap from where I am and just crush one or a couple maybe just by body slamming them against the sure why not okay i'm gonna do that so maybe that's a i don't know what sort of check that is uh just acrobatics yeah sure cool Uh, just do a straight just do a strength check oh okay Uh, oh boy a five <laughs> okay you you jump at the wall and you just slam into it by yourself there's no <laughs> to, uh, it shakes the room a little bit um, but there's no ants were harmed in the making of that play um, oh. so you take one damage just from the impact and you're like hey, <laughs> that's, that's not fair can I say I regained maybe a couple of hit points by eating all those ants? Uh, no. <laughs> oh. Those were just for pleasure. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All ants? right.
1: So I'm getting I'm getting real sick of this. Even as a druid, I never liked bugs. So <laughs> So I uh, I bring out my little my little seed satchel once more and I cast Thorn Whip at this little mass, like that that, that little last little mass. Okay. And just, (laughs) just scream! (laughs)
0: Uh, I'm I'm so so
1: done with this. As I as I have my Thorn little like my Thorn tendril lash out, I'm just yelling. Um.
0: Oh, that's a crit fail. Oh no! All right, so. You screamed too. Your, uh, (laughs) the the whip kind of comes back to life. Um as it was kind of like just laying on the ground. Um, it comes back to life and like you try to have it like wrap around your legs and then like kind of swat the, the ants away. Um, but instead, uh, it, it's not really cooperating with you. You know, sometimes nature is hard to control even for a druid. Um, so it wraps around your legs and instead of whipping away, it kind of trips you and you fall just on your back. Uh, And now you're on the ground. Damn. (laughs) That must have looked really dumb. So now the ants um, at your feet, uh, they see the opportunity uh, and they have advantage on you because you're on the ground. Um, So they, they get you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The, the four of them kind of swarm onto you again. Uh, but they only do one damage um they're a little preoccupied by the whip um to do total you know all right very good okay i'm gonna i'm gonna run forward and i'm gonna help lance up okay because we've both fallen (laughs) <laughs> so we should we should we should both kind of get our shit together. Yes. So I I lift him up and um, I say uh, whoops, <laughs> <laughs> what? and then I uh, pull out my sword and I go to, to hit one more. Okay. I no actually I say the show must go on, <laughs> <laughs> and I wow. And go at the ants. Okay. As
1: as Franklin like reaches a hand out to me to help pick me up, I'm almost like confused. Like like I'm I'm convinced this might be the first time he's ever done something for someone else in his entire life.
0: <laughs> that's not that's not inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So go for it. Yes, that's a twenty two. Ooh, hell yeah! Okay, uh, you you get him. Make your attack. Okay. Um. Oops, okay. Ooh, baby. Is it plus Dex modifier? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that's nine. Oh. All right. Um. You. The ants that were on Lance um, are kind of scattered around uh, the ground around him, Um, so you kind of, like, rapidly, kind of, dexterously, like, do a quick few stabs and just dispatch those three, Um, and then there's one other ant left crawling on the wall, um, and you turn, and you get him with your tongue. And just chomp. Yeah. yeah, nice. So, the ants are, are dead oh, yeah. now. Uh, good job, by the way. <laughs> Wait, can I uh, can I take an antenna and just kind of put it in my thimble? <laughs> sure. <laughs> As A nice sure. little feather in your cap. Yeah. All right. Um, so, you guys, you look around the larder, um, and beneath all the dead ants, uh, there's... Chewed food that they've been kind of gnawing on. Um, there's not much left to salvage, but you managed to find a loaf sized chunk of bread that was, it looks like it was stolen from uh, one of the giant's loaves uh, and some dried berries. Can they eat the ants? Nah. There's a lot of food. Nah, I don't think they eat ants. Mm-hmm. should eat ants though i'm gonna bring the ants (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm like, you can eat these you you put them in uh, one of the the crates um and little baskets and bring them back you
1: you bring them knowing that they'll probably turn them away so you can keep them yourself
0: (laughs) and just be like oh yeah
1: yeah, i mean if you don't mind mm
0: -hmm, (laughs) uh do you want to look around the room at all or
1: yeah i'll see uh yeah try to see what else is in there Maybe like like maybe like like as far as non-food items go, just kind of like what else is around. Uh, roll a, a perception
0: check, real quick. Yep. Um. um it, does Eric what, or does does Lance have uh, advantage on investigation checks? Because I feel like that should be a thing. Uh, I mean he's, he's a proficient. Detective-o. Yeah, oh, I guess that, that's fair, actually.
1: Yeah, it, it's uh, it's not one that came with the druid class, but uh, with like it's just a racial trait of the ha- of, of half elves. I I'm I'm proficient in investigation, so it's this perception or investigation. Uh, you can do either one, whichever is more. Okay. Um, actually, weirdly enough, that that, that is going to be per, uh, perception. So yeah, it, it's a twelve.
0: Okay. Uh, you find a you're kind of like rummaging through uh these cabinets and stuff and you find a small bottle with some kind of light blue sparkly liquid um if you want you can use detect magic to try to figure out what that is uh yes, please. Mountain please huh <laughs> isn't mountain it's dew, not mountain dew. <laughs> six and <I'm> bolt damn <laughs> um, all right so you use detect magic um and you find out that this is a uh, you, you can kind of, like, see the the little magical auras on this bottle, um, and you recognize it as a, a quickness potion. Um, so it increases your move at speed uh, by two times, so I think it would be up to 60 for you uh, for seven minutes, nice. and it looks like there's enough for about three uses. So awesome. you'll want to write that down somewhere. Um, yeah. And then cool. you also find a sword, like an actual metal sword um but it's your size uh it has like a silvery blade a blue cross piece um a cloth wrapped handle and a black pommel uh it's a it's just a long sword so either of you can take that if you want I mean, franklin would you like a shiny new toy i would i would very much have at it my friend all right so yeah i will name it uh Aunt, uh, uh, <laughs> we're working <laughs> on it <that>. alright <Aunt. laughs> uh, so as you guys are leaving the room um, you, you hear one of the ants kind of like moaning on the ground it's like <laughs> and it says the queen will come for you you've killed us but the larder belongs to the nest soon so will you and it dies yikes That's kind of spooky I'm just gonna lean over to to and go, exigence <laughs> don't worry about it we'll be fine
1: I put, I put uh I, I put my hand up like up to my mouth and I'm just like are you still hungry
0: you just just eat it <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. do you it you eat I'm it to do it <laughs> alright then you guys head back to the mouse house um, right. is the is the sword I got a great sword or a long sword? Uh, it's a long sword. Um, so you head back to the house. You kind of, um, as you near the the entrance on the, the roof tunnel, you hear, uh, Terry kind of humming a little song, uh, and Lerald, uh, like you you climb down the ladder. You see, uh, Terry, um, kind of like looking through all her her little items um, that she's gathered from uh, like yesterday's foraging um, she's looking through like the little nuts that she found in the garden and stuff um, and Lerald is, he's sitting by the fire reading a book um, a little tiny book um, probably the only people who would have written it were probably his, his ancestors um, because it's their size so probably a mouse biography um so you guys come down the ladder uh and terry says oh you're back i'm so glad you're okay was was there anything left i got ants <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah so ants?
1: we have we have ants unfortunately there wasn't much else there was there's just this little bit of bread and um some some berries and that's all we could really find the nest that did, oh. had done some work. I just kind of okay. hold up an ant corpse and just, like,
0: smile. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess we can make that work. I'll make some kind of stew. Oh, um. You sure? You, you sure you can eat these? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, like, we'll I'll make it work. If you no, no, that. Well, it, No, we wanna we That's fine. You did good. Uh, we'll make it work. Um, she she takes one of the ants and uh, starts up a pot boiling. Um. And kind of cooks it up like lobster, mm. Uh, mm. just gooey lobster though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so um, she asks, like, "Was do you think the the larder is salvageable? Um, did it look like the ants were gonna come back?" Or
1: yeah, that's um, that's something that we were wanting to to pass on. Number one, it looked like it was in some pretty harsh shape. Um, it had been treated pretty roughly by the ants, and as we left, um, Franklin, what did our what did our little buddy say? Something about the nest.
0: Know. I'm kind of chewing right now. I'm like start something about the, the, the queen or something like that, and I take another chop.
1: Yeah, the oh, no. the queen the queen will get us. And no, like the the larder is for the nest, and soon we will be too. Um, does that is there any significance in that for you?
0: Yes, we we've had we've had the ants take over one of our larders before, and we we thought that we got rid of them, but they just came back. I was worried about this, and this and she she turns to Lerald and she says, "And this this larder is closer to our home than any of the others have been." Lerald, we should we should build a door for the the roof tunnel he's like yeah yeah okay i'll 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 get on that i'll get on that um and he like gets up and starts uh walking out to um or actually actually he he opens like a little closet uh kind of cabinet thing they have and there's like a bunch of spare parts and stuff in there and he starts working on trying to figure out how to build a trapdoor anyway i i will we'll, we'll be fine don't don't worry about us okay uh we'll we'll get to work on that trapdoor and we'll make sure we're safe there there are methods of keeping insects out of here we there are certain berries that ward them off that we can kind of you know crush up and sprinkle around the entrances. fantasy raid yes <laughs> don't don't worry about us I, the whole point of this was to help you out of here um but, oh yeah, so how do we do that? Yeah first of all, thanks again. Um, but she she kind of like motions you all over to those those doll chairs and she sits down. Um, so she says, to tell you the truth, I, I said I could help you get out of here, but I wasn't exactly telling the whole truth. You see, creatures like you have been showing up randomly in this house in this castle for years. Usually they die soon after they get here. But after what happened last time, she looks over at Leryl, and he kind of look, looks back. Well, I didn't want anything to happen to, you new, to any newcomers. So I had the spider web. Uh, she puts that in quotes. Uh, Tell me if any more of you showed up. Th- so this time I was ready. Uh, oh, and so was Lerald. Uh This place has many dangers. One of the most dangerous is Kex, the vile rat from below. She motions down the first tunnel that you came through, Franklin. Oh oh I met him. Oh you did. He's yeah. He's a real uh he's stinky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. The the dog and the cat, at least I understand them, but Kex something's off about him. You never know what he's going to do next. Oh yeah, he said I owe him actually. Oh, good. Well, for years, Kex has been saying something about a way home. I don't trust him, but I don't know. If nothing else, he certainly knows his way around the deeper parts of the castle, the darker places that I've never been to. I don't want to send you to your doom, but he might be your best bet at getting out of here. Just, Just be on your guard and don't ever turn your back to him. He's just, he's very hard to judge. At times he's helped us, and at times he's actively worked against us. But, I don't know. I I don't know any other way that you could start figuring out how to get out of here. So. You think he likes ants? No, I don't think he likes ants. I think his tastes are more mammal. I just kind of, that's unfortunate, and pick one up and just like bite its head (laughs) off. (laughs) (laughs) anyway you should get going uh the sooner you start figuring this out the sooner you'll get back and usually creatures like you don't last long in the castle so i would i would start working
1: well what Uh, about what about you and larold will we see you again is there any other ways
0: that we can help we'll be here um if anything happens i'm sure it's, it's a big castle, but it's it's small, you know? We'll, we'll be around, and if we need your help, we'll tell the spiders, and they'll let you know. The, the what? The spiders. Oh. Oh, they... Uh, I, I said before the spider web. I forgot that you didn't know. They're, they have a, a network of communication throughout the castle um, between the different spiders. They keep track of the goings-on. And they're to be trusted? For the most part, they don't really—they're not interested in eating creatures like us. They're more interested in the insects, so we don't really have to worry about them. Hey, they gonna try to take my ants? <laughs> they might try to take your ants. But if it means that we know what's going on with you and you know what's going on with us, I would say the ants are worth it. <sighs> I take <have> another bite. <laughs> All right, you'd, you should be on your way, can, Franklin. She she grabs another lantern uh, and some matches and gives it to you. Um, she packs up some bread and uh, one of the dried berries, which to you is like huge. Um, mm-hmm. So it's probably you probably have like mm, maybe two days worth of food. Um, all I mean, in all, like, that she prepares for you, I'm good because I got my ants. So, like, (laughs) can I literally just have, like, a big old bag where just, like, slunk over my shoulder? Yeah, she gives you a burlap sack, and you put all your ants in it. Nice. Um, And then, yeah, she gives you, like, a lantern and uh, some of the supplies that you might need on the road, and um, she leads you to the door uh, back into the first tunnel you came down, Franklin, and she opens the door, and she says best of luck you two and like i said don't turn your back on him and she kind of motions you out and um before we leave i say uh i say uh, oh almost forgot and i give her back her her needle and i say uh in case you need it oh thank you do you do you have something else oh yeah and i whip out my my, my long sword oh like, that's... i call it uh Lerold says that's mine <laughs> <laughs> and she, she says Lerald you don't need it come on they need to defend themselves fine fine
1: and I, I uh, peek my head in and say Lerald as much as I'd like to give you back your broken piece of wood I'm gonna go ahead and keep this one
0: he just looks at you blankly nice meeting you Lerald <laughs> I just <laughs> as, I, I give a, a long croak to fill the awkward silence <laughs> 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 she says well uh yeah, best of luck and as she closes the door you hear Laurel say dick. And then <laughs> and then the door closes behind you. So you're you're now standing in the doorway. Uh you kind of hear like crickets off in the distance. Um mm. it's it's this dark tunnel with these kind of warm grass surrounding you. Um and just the light from your lantern and from the the window of the the door kind of shining down the path. So you start walking off to see Kex the Vile, and into the unknown.
1: Is that episode one?
0: That is episode one. Oh my. Damn. I'm liking this. Oh, goodness. I'm going to have to see about those crickets next episode. (laughs) We'll mm-hmm. be